It is Melbourne Cup Day and here at Radio West, yes, the race will be live, but if you're going to watch it on TV, channel 68 to uh, see racing.com. And the man that's going to be part of the coverage, in fact, a big part of the coverage, is Shane Anderson from racing.com. And he's with us right now to have a little bit of a preview of the Cup. Shane, thanks for joining us. Um, we were just saying before, is it Christmas or Halloween for you? And it's a bit of a mix of both, isn't it? Oh, most definitely. Good to be with you, Daniel. Yeah, it really is one of the great days but it's also a day where from a broadcast perspective you don't want anything to go wrong because everyone's watching everyone's got a a feeling and a bet going on in the Melbourne Cup so but it's a special day I must say it's dawned beautiful in Melbourne this morning we did have a bit of miserable weather on Saturday for Derby Day but we've got some nice sunshine at the moment so hopefully that'll stay throughout the day with the temperature around sort of 22, 23, and we'll get a big crowd. Uh, this race has changed dramatically over the last sort of 10, 15 years in terms of the amount of international uh, raiders that come over. And there's so much international flavour about this year's race. You look at the top two in Fame Game and, and in a way, trip to Paris uh, with that international flavour. I mean, can Ed Dunlop finally get himself a Melbourne Cup? I think you can go very close. You, you talk about the international flavour, it needed to happen. Yeah. Because if you go back 30 years, the Melbourne Cup was, well, it was just an average handicap race. So the VRC elevated the race back in 1985 to a million dollars in prize money. It was Australia's first million dollar prize money race. And from there, it's just grown. And it truly is a jewel in the uh, the international racing crown. But you talk about Ed Dunlop, he's gone so close with Red Kiddo. Mm. Old boy Red Kiddo's still going strong. Mm. He looked amazing in his track work at Werribee's Quarantine Centre this week. But I think most form students realise Trip to Paris is probably the better credential of the two for this season, just because of how well he went in the Caulfield Cup. He surged late. He's going to have no issue getting up in distance now to the two miles. And the big, wide-open expanses of Flemington should suit him for Tommy Berry. So, look, if you sentimentality is one thing, but on pure form, I think trip to Paris is the one you want to be with. Uh, there's been a fair bit of talk about this sort of jumps horse that's now a, a flat superstar over 3,200, and that's Max Dynamite, who's owned by Richie Rich and has got Frankie Dettori on board. There's a good trifecta. Yeah, well, Max Dynamite's the one I'm most keen on in the race for a couple of reasons. Yes, he's had recent form over the jumps, but remember, we've seen that in the past with other Europeans that have come out to Australia, you go back to his three-year-old season, Max Dynamite was a top-class flat three-year-old in France. He was bought by, <clears throat> excuse me, he was bought by Rich Ritchie, who's a mega-wealthy uh, racehorse owner overseas, who's actually in town at the moment for the Melbourne Cup. He loves jumps horses. Uh, Willie Mullins, the genius trainer, has programmed him to be a jumper. But what he realised is that he still packed great speed on the flat. That's why he switched him around. He won the Lonsdale Cup at York over 3,300 metres. Dominant fashion there. Now, York's a very similar track to Flemington. Big, flat track with lovely sweeping bends. So I think that'll suit him. He's drawn well because it looks to be like we'll have an on-pace to the rail bias. So Frankie Dottori should be able to take advantage of barrier number two. And he's just a stupid price. I think he's the one that the punters will come for today. I think you can still get around that $14 through most firms. But expect the punters to come for him today. Okay, in terms of the Australian horses, because we've talked a fair bit about the internationals, who of the Australian horses should we be looking out for today? Yeah, of the locals, I think the United States, Floyd Williams, who's got Joe Marrera, another one who's drawn well. He's got tactical speed and he's in very good form. And, and Lloyd Williams has won four Melbourne Cups as an owner, chasing a record fifth. He's certainly going really well. Who shot the barman for Chris Waller? He ran third in the race last year. He's another one who's been ticking over really well through this campaign. Um, and Preferment, of course. Mm. Uh, he and Hartnell both come through the Cox Plate. I think they're the two others that you really need to factor into your, 
your wider exotics. Uh, preferment, Hugh Bowman and Chris Waller, they won the Cox Plate the other week. They've been supremely bullish about his program all the way through. Just a sense of timing about him. And, of course, he's two from two at Flemington, winning the derby last year and the Group 1 Turnbull Stakes this uh, earlier this spring. So they're, they're probably the four of the locals that look to be the best credential. I'd say a lot of the mum-and-pop uh, money has gone a bit on the offer because you've got Gay Waterhouse, you've got Damien Oliver. It's a, it's a good little duo there. Okay, let's sort of narrow it down. If, if you were going to put your balls on the line, what are you thinking? I'm going for Max Dynamite. I really do like him. I think he's a tremendous each-way bet in the race. Because he has tactical versatility, he's got a great turn of acceleration, he looks well-weighted to my eye, and he's trained by Willie Mullins, who I rate as, if not the best trainer in the world, he's certainly in the top three or four, he's an absolute genius, I really am quite keen on him, I'm expecting good runs from Bondi Beach for Lloyd and Nick Williams, and of course trained by Aidan O'Brien, I think Trip to Paris is right in the thick of things. And fame game, he was outstanding in the Caulfield mm. Cup. The one problem is he's going to get a long way back in the run. He's going to need luck. And the way Flemington played on Saturday and is expected to play today, and that's favouring those to the rail and probably on speed, it's going to make it tremendously hard for him, but he's certainly going well. But I really do like Max Dynamite this year. Very quickly, what would be the perfect story that comes out of this Melbourne Cup? Like, What would be the fairy tale story that comes out of this this year? Oh, Prince of Penzance can win. Uh, that, without a doubt, to my eye, would be the great fairy tale. Uh, trained by Darren Weir, who's become a master trainer in recent years in Victoria. But the real sentimental aspect of it is this horse, you know, he suffered an injury last spring. He made his comeback. He's to be ridden by the sole female jockey in the race, mm-hmm. Michelle Payne. And Michelle's brother, Stevie, yeah, who yes. uh, has Down syndrome, um, straps the horse. And Darren's raised a lot of money and a lot of awareness around Down syndrome uh, through Down syndrome Victoria um, in recent years. It would just be one of the great uh, emotional stories attached to a Melbourne Cup. And Stevie Payne actually drew the barrier <laughs> at uh, the barrier draw on Saturday night. And he had a premonition. He said, I'm going to draw barrier number one. He did. So I think that would be pretty special. That's despite Michelle wanting barrier two, but that's okay. Um, now, very quickly, <laughs> last question. Why does the Melbourne Cup mean so much to us here in Australia? Because from a racing perspective, I think it goes back to the fundamentals of what makes Australia. It's an egalitarian aspect, you know, everyone's equal. That's what handicap racing is about. You're trying to make everyone equal. And that's why the race has built such cultural significance over the last 155 years. And it won't stop. It'll keep building momentum. It's just captured the imagination of anyone who's got a fleeting passion for sport or who is a complete sports nut. It's the, just the truest form and goes back to the old days of, of you know, horse and man combining to, to produce an outcome. I think there's so many reasons, but principally the egalitarian nature of being a big handicap is what works the most. All, right. All eyeballs on racing.com, Channel 68 today, and you'll see that man, Shane Anderson, who'll be uh, keeping up to date with everything. Shane, much appreciated on what is a busy day. Best of luck with the day. Thanks, Daniel. Good punting.